0: Welcome to Back to Basics. This is my mom podcast. What makes you tick? Hello, hello and welcome to the first episode of season 2 of Back to Basics, reconnecting to the essence of you. As you may have noticed, I have a little friend loving to play with Mommy's computer, so uh, don't lose sight on her. She might be doing this podcast very soon. How you've all been. Have you missed me? I have, I have missed doing my podcast, I have missed recording, but uh, during this past month of August, I needed to reconnect to myself and to see what is it that I want to bring to you, what is it that I want to talk about. So when I was thinking about what did I want the first episode to be, I of course have a few interviews that I've already recorded with amazing new guests, and I hope uh, you will be enjoying those in the next Weeks, but I wanted to do again like a, a solo episode because the feedback I've been getting is good and I thank you for that. So, okay, so I was going to talk about my month in Italy and the uh, more than the month in Italy about my own back to basics process into what is it that I do and how do I connect to myself. And then, unfortunately, I must say. I just went through this experience of um, being in Florida, waiting for Hurricane Dorian to maybe hit us or not hit us, we didn't know, and uh, seeing the total devastation that it caused in the Bahamas. So actually today it's quite a strange day because I'm having a little bit of that survivor's guilt when... Your life is going back to normal after a few days that we've been on, on on lockdown, basically, waiting to see what happened. And then this morning, finally, we took the shutters down, and I see the sun, and I took my children to school, and everything is normal. And I'm kind of more appreciative today of the sun and of the city and of me moving around because... I have been unfortunately in hurricanes before and uh, when we have been here it's definitely not the same thing so my thoughts started going around doing an episode about that about going back to basics when you're not planning to going back to basics because life has that plan for you and uh, basically because you're forced to do it and I believe that sickness unfortunately is one of those situations where people you know unfortunately we have to do all these checkups uh, every year and make sure we're okay and uh, sometimes there's bad news that that get to us and uh, then we're forced to deal with situations that weren't planned but also at the same time from one moment to the other we completely change the way we do things So here's my main thought around this. Why can't we operate on, let's call it emergency mode, back to basics mode, all the time? Why do we have to wait for a situation like this to come into our lives, call it a sickness, call it a hurricane? So I understand if you never lived through a hurricane or in a hurricane area before, it's kind of hard to explain, right? But I'll I'll do my best. By the time that you learn that maybe or maybe not a hurricane might hit the city, people are just talking about it and you hear it and, oh, did you hear there's a hurricane might be coming and no one pays too much attention. Then you keep hearing about it after a day or two and you start taking it seriously and you start wondering if this is coming to hit us or not and you start informing yourself about where is it and watching the news and kind of getting your own feeling about the hurricane depending on the kind of person you are you might start prepping for it and you might start buying water and then getting gasoline but let's face it the majority of us the big majority, we keep going around our day and just saying oh, nothing's going to happen. It's the eternal optimism of the human being. And the big tendency, unfortunately, is we, in my opinion, tend to be pessimistic in small day-to-day things and optimistic in major relevant things. So let me explain my thought on that. So I find that we tend to be pessimistic on stuff on silly stuff like you know if we want a job oh we're not going to get the job or if we like somebody he's not going to like me and we try to always victimize ourselves and then you have a hurricane category 5 setting eyes on the the state you live in and you decide to think that oh nothing's going to happen oh it's not going to come oh it's always the same story they say it's going to come and then it doesn't however the consequences of that optimism in that circumstances may be catastrophic. So this is human nature. We don't like to plan ahead. We like the short-term planning, short-term retribution. And anything that is long-term, it's a problem for us. So when you really understand the hurricane is going to potentially hit us, Everybody goes in chaos, and um, this is when, and I live in Florida, and this is when you start going to the supermarket. There's no water. There's lines at the gas stations, like huge lines. Um, You cannot find anything that's uh, canned, like canned tuna, batteries, and that kind of stuff. So, mind you, I'm Venezuelan, so I come from a country where I'm used to going to the supermarket and maybe finding one brand of oil, one brand of, I mean, one-off, you know, there's no many options there. You have to buy what you find. But in a country like the United States, we are not used to that at all. And I think it's circumstances like this where you are put in a situation that is quite unique, to be quite frankly. I don't think a lot of people in the U.S. have been through something similar where they go to a supermarket and they cannot find what they need. So that right there starts messing up with your brain, right? You you start feeling vulnerable, you start feeling like oh my god, I didn't plan for this and what about the kids, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So you already start at that moment to shed all the layers of unnecessary things around you, meaning a lot of the meetings that you have said for weeks that you cannot miss, that are extremely important, all those things that, you know, in, in our very busy lives uh, we cannot cancel. Well, guess what? They all get canceled right away now. There's a hurricane coming. And that's another important thought. It's like, wow, that was pretty easy to do in, in the case of a major hurricane. But what about in the case of your mother's birthday, she asked you to go visit her or to take her out to dinner or something, and and so many important things got on the way, and you you didn't have time for that. So basically, we all um, switched to what I call survival mode, which at that point is to safeguard your house, safeguard your family, of course, make sure you have enough things to drink and eat during the storm. And, of course, you know, if you've been in any of the uh, hurricane-prone areas long enough, you know that uh, for every 10 times you prepare, you maybe get hit once. But uh, that also brings a very scary thought process in people, especially the ones that have not lived through that one bad experience, is that they take the experience lightly, and uh, they also take it as an opportunity to not to go to work or you know, to just hang out at home. And that is, of course, if you don't live in an evacuation area, because if you do, and I do, then the other thing that's going to happen when there's imminent threat and it's known that the hurricane might hit is that they're going to evacuate you from your house. So this is also one of the most... Strange moments when you have to decide that to be safe, you have to leave your home, which it's almost against nature, right? Our home, it's our sanctuary, it's the place where we feel protected. It's, it's us, basically. And so you have to leave home and find a place where to weather the storm, being uh, your friends or family, of course. But I only have a sister in Miami, and she's in an evacuation area too. So we cannot help each other on that one. So now you're left with uh, understanding where is that you're going to go with two small children. Uh, You don't know for how long you'll be there. And so, you know, you rely on good friends that might live in another area. But, of course, you cannot call the friend and say, I want to come to your home uh, with my family, so that I'm safe. So you kind of have to wait to see if anybody offers. You have to look for hotels if there's any availability. Which, most likely, you know, we called a few days before on this one, and there was nothing. So you really have to operate on a very different frequency than what we used to. And all this is to say that. I think if we operated in that frequency, not on the not on the panic frequency, meaning oh hurricane is gonna hit us, this is bad, but really on what is important right now us as a family, our safety, in the case of the adults, your safety it's paramount because you cannot ensure the safety of your kids if something bad happens to you. So if you're running around when the hurricane winds already started looking for something, then you're jeopardizing your uh, own safety. So basically, you have to let go of all these preconceptions, pre-definitions on how the situation is going to go. You really have to give up control of doing things the way you would like them to do and that. If they tell you to evacuate, you should evacuate. And, uh, you know, understanding that you're leaving whatever is not necessary behind and you're looking for a safe place for you and your family. As human beings, this decision is extremely, extremely hard. One, we don't want to leave our stuff behind. So this is something also when we are faced with a back-to-basics question, is whatever you're trying to protect, material, your home, your car, Uh, your belongings. Uh, Are they that important that you will risk your family's safety? And then again, it's controlling the situation or or feeling like you control it because you say, I stay home and I can take care of things, etc. But uh, trust me, it takes one look at the Bahamas today, September 3rd, to understand that the one that needs protection, it's human life. Everything else can be rebuilt, everything else can be replaced, but not the human life. So that's really as back to basics as it gets, and and I'm sorry, I wanted the first episode to be a little bit more cheery, but since we are kicking off the new season, I thought this was a better way to explain that sometimes our motives our actions come from a place of the ego of what we are and what we are not as a person but what we are in terms of our belongings our things you know it's not what it's important in life and uh, sometimes god puts very very difficult tests in our path to make us understand that. And if you think about it, the thing with hurricanes is that you know they're coming. It's not like an earthquake where you know you're sleeping and it just catches you. And and unfortunately, it's very deadly too and actually quite scary that you cannot prepare for it. But as I see it, it's almost like if the earthquake is like the heart attack that you it just happens and it can be deadly. But you cannot do anything about it or anything to prevent it. And the hurricane is more like, you know, a disease, a deadly disease that you have to live with for a while, not knowing what's going to happen. So in that time, that's where all these thoughts come to your head. While you're waiting, while you're preparing, you really have a moment of clarity, a moment of understanding what are the priorities in life. What is important to you? What do you want to do when the hurricane is over? So as I start my day today, very sunny day, very beautiful day, of course, thinking of the people that are dealing with total devastation, I'm thinking, what makes me happy? What makes me tick? What do I want to do with the time I have? And I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful for this new opportunity that God has given us here in South Florida to just go around our business like nothing happened. We just were waiting for a hurricane that missed us by a miracle, in my opinion. And so I want to encourage anybody that has gone through something like this to embrace that thought into, we got lucky, let's make it count, you know, it's like we were cured from a very bad disease and now we have the opportunity to, to do anything we want. So let's make it count. And for those of you that have not lived through something like this, think about that, how lucky you are and that there are experiences in your life where basic survival is really going to be at stake, where your well-being is going to be compromised. And we have to live our lives Like if that was the case, that my personal goal is to live my life like a hero can sitting tomorrow and I might lose everything. So that saying that says live life at its fullest, that's what we need to do. We have to go for it and we have to do just that. So on that note, um, the other thing I wanted to share with you, and I'm going to try to uh, be a little bit more cheery, It's your summer thoughts, you know, what did you do? If you have any summer thoughts you want to share, I can tell you I took some time to go out of my routine to spend a lot of time with my kids and join them and just trying to share with them as much as I could, talk to them as much as I could, and just quiet all the noise around me which yeah i live a very hectic life for those of you to know me personally and uh i think i've mentioned this in one of my other Episodes, but uh, the one question that I get asked the most is, "How do I fit it all in? How do I have time for all this stuff that I do?" And the answer that I give it's, uh, "I don't know. I just make it happen. I never, I never think about how am I gonna fit one more thing into this. I just make it happen." And uh, sure, it sometimes it takes a toll on my um, restfulness, so to speak. I don't rest as much as I should. But at the same time, I don't drag too much. I like what I'm doing. So when I wake up, I'm excited about what I'm doing and um, I have the energy, thank God, uh, to do it. So if my body is feeling that it wants to go for it, I just don't let my, my brain and my mind convince me otherwise because I think a lot of it, it's around that. It's when we allow our brain and our mind to tell us, oh, you're so tired, you've had a, such a long day, let's just sit down and watch Netflix, which I love, by the way. Um, but uh, when I start thinking like that, but I feel my, my energy level is still high and I can find it in me to do something more productive, I just go for it. And that's my plan, to, to keep doing that, but also to pay attention of my well-being and my health And I am happy that I did take the time this summer even to take a break from the podcast. It wasn't an easy thing, and I'm going to be very honest with you. It hasn't been easy to come back because once you stop something, it's almost like you get a break and you go on stealth mode a a little bit. And, And of course, I mean, you guys are very supportive, but it's not like I get phone calls to say, why isn't your episode out there? So, you know, you say, well, one more week without uh, the podcast, is not a big deal. So I do feel how your mind tries to convince you to let go of things that require a little bit of effort, but then when I find myself uh, recording this, I'm excited about it, and when I find myself looking at the interviews I will be releasing in the coming weeks, I'm excited about it, and hopefully you are excited too. So don't wait until December to write your New Year's resolution. Take the summer break as that opportunity. We are starting a new season and so take advantage of that new season and think about the things that you have on your bucket list that you haven't taken on and uh, go for it. It will be a year in November when I put podcasting in that list and I made it happen. So it is possible. Uh, Just think about it. Reflect upon it. Keep listening to this podcast or any podcast that helps you reconnecting with who you are, with what makes you excited, with what gives you butterflies in the stomach when you think about it. So thanks again for embarking in this journey of Season 2 of Back to Basics. and beyond excited if you know anybody or if you would like to be on the show to share your story just uh, DM me directly or uh, send us a note through our Facebook page and let me know about it. I'd love to hear from you. And last but not least, thanks for your support. Those reviews on iTunes are really important. So if you have time and you haven't done it yet, please uh, review it. That's the only way to grow the podcast into something that can reach more people. And I would love if you can support us that way. So until next week with a new episode of Back to Basics. Take care. Bye.